average video is like 15, 20,000 views, it'll go to 100,000, mm -hmm. which is quite a lot. Like it's 5X for spending a couple of hundred dollars. Um, and like I said, what's important for most people is how do we ROI from it, right? Mm. Like we're always looking at if we're going to run content or run ads or paid ads or boosts, how do we ROI from it? Because once I can spend $1,000 and make $1,000 back, I'm, I have infinite upside, right? I have infinite scale. This is Digital Marketer. Hey everyone, welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm Mark DeGrasse, President of Digital Marketer, and today we have Rudy Moore, our Facebook and Instagram expert, talking about uh, some of the materials that we're using in the new social media certification coming out in Q1 2023. So, welcome Rudy. Good to be here. Excited. So you've been kicking butt lately. I think I've seen you on the cover of Forbes, uh, Entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I just see your stuff everywhere. Uh, what's going on with you? Yeah, we're going. I mean, we're going hard on. Uh, you know, we built a PR division out now, mm. and as part of the the business model. Um, so that's why there's a lot more PR st stuff going on. But just uh, really doubling down. Like we 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 uh, went to over 100 employees now, wow. and. We have a lot of divisions. So we have a content side, a celebrity marketing division, um, a master, a big mastermind group, and then we take equity in companies as well. So just, uh, and then the big personal brand side is really a focus for the last year and this coming year. Um, and as we spoke about before this, like I see that as the future. So mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it's just kind of like using the personal brand to feed everything else, growing the team and the systems. And, you know, we're spending 20 grand a day on ads right now, roughly just under. So pushing the ad side as well as the organic and the content side. That's awesome. Do you think that uh, Facebook and Instagram kind of was a catalyst to get you to this point? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I rode the Facebook wave like I, you know, uh, started about 10 years ago. I learned a lot of what I know from DM, you know, and all the courses and everything and applied it. Uh, applied it to my fitness business, grew that to about 5 million with Facebook ads. And that was six, seven years ago, five, six years, seven years ago. And then I grew a big ad agency. We grew to about 40 staff. And then, you know, now we have the big mastermind and the courses and content and everything like that. So Facebook was really good and still is really good for us. Instagram has kind of become more of the focus this last year and this mm -hmm. next year. And then, you know, we're expanding onto podcasts, YouTube, and all the other platforms too. That's awesome. Now, Facebook has gone through like a lot of changes. So you had the, the yeah. launch of Meta last year. That was kind of a huge distraction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of people thought like, well, do I even need to be on Facebook anymore? Yeah. Do I even yeah. need to use Instagram? Yeah. Uh, what do you say to people who kind of say that like Facebook and Instagram is dead or the way of the past? Yeah. I mean, it's only dead if you don't understand how to use mm. it and adapt right and i was talking about this earlier too that they all have their purposes right and it's kind of like i say in the gym it's not one exercise is better than the other you just use them strategically at different times right so facebook's definitely not dead like we're super successful on there uh i have many clients that are super successful on there but you know have to know how to use it instagram um super successful too and of course it depends on what you're selling the demographic how you're positioning your brand, the uses behind it. But no, I think Facebook, Instagram are crushing it. I think YouTube's great for a longer play, long form mm. content, because people are absorbing so many hours of your video, right? So it's a different 
um, thing. But look, if I launch a new brand, like we launch new offers, we actually launch two new offers a week right now. Wow. I have one person in my office, his full-time job is new offer creation. And all he does is plans the offers and builds the lander and helps me film and put sets the hours live. That's all he does. Awesome. And we throw him up on Facebook and within 48 hours, we're getting sales. Like there's not many platforms you can do that. No. So in terms of, you know, using uh, Facebook for organic type growth versus paid type growth, um, when you do a launch, I'm sure it's a little bit different, but mm -hmm. how do you kind of balance the two uh, aspects of yeah, using Yeah, Facebook organic growth, I don't care about so much oh, unless okay. it's inside a group. Because gotcha. I think page growth is like, it's good for vanity metrics to make the page look bigger that support the ads. But I think most of the use for organic growth is Instagram. And then like Facebook's like the paid platform. Right. Like Instagram's the combo of paid and organic. And Facebook is like organic groups awesome. And they want to move more to groups, right? Like yeah. Facebook's big pushes groups. Uh, but I think Facebook's more of the paid focus on the ad level and then the groups. Oh, that makes sense. Well, and actually, I noticed the other day because I was, I was looking to do a poll on my fan page, and I actually found that you could only do it on a group. Yeah. So is that kind of the the transition? Yeah, I think ever. I mean, the turning point in a lot of marketers' eyes was I think the last Super Bowl. They pushed the groups. They had a face, an ad at the Super Bowl for groups and communities, yeah, right. and like that was like to a lot of the marketers, whether right or wrong, that was like the signal of hey, that's their focus, and and you kind of see that in the algorithm, like. I have a lot of friends and we have a decent sized group and do super well on it. And they're really pushing the groups, the tool, like they're adding new features, tools. They're really pushing the communities because I think that's their USP, right? Like Instagram doesn't really have groups. TikTok doesn't have groups. YouTube oh, yeah. doesn't have groups. So it's like, what can you do? Like that's their, that's their thing, right? And building those communities. And I actually bought a Facebook group with 80,000 members in it a couple of years ago. And I don't do it, do anything with it right now, but uh, I bought it because I invested in it because I believe in the next couple of years, you'll be able to run ads to the groups you own. Ah. So when I can, then I'll have this like pool of targeted people that I can target. Yeah. Hmm. Well, just talking about ads really quick. Um, have you seen a, a big change in terms of the cost of ads on Facebook? And Yeah. And yeah, I would say like there was a big dip during COVID. So they actually had like cheaper ads mm. and that because everyone froze and then everyone restarted ads again, right? Like in the last year and a half. And now everyone like the start of this year, everyone's kind of dialed it down again because yeah. the pandemic, you know, the, the economy is shifting and stuff. So it's like a bit of a roller coaster. Um, I think the biggest thing with ads to remember and cost is you'll always be successful if you keep growing your back end and lifetime value mm. at the rate the costs roller coaster. So I think the reason that a lot of people say it's dead is they used to sell a product, spend money, make money every day selling the product. That's not really how the game works anymore. It's like you sell a product and lose a little bit of money or break even and you make all your money on the lifetime value. Gotcha. But the people that don't understand that and can't do that and haven't built a business model to support that now doesn't now it doesn't work with Facebook. But the people that do and every billion dollar brand does. So the, the big companies still can go in the hole and acquire the customer. That makes sense. Now let's talk about uh, just the content 
<clears throat> you know, most of the time when you're talking to like a new company, it's like, I want to get on Facebook. <clears throat> they immediately go to like, what content do I need to publish? How often do I need to do it? Mm -hmm. uh, is there a trick to it in terms of making it viral? Sure. <laughs> is whatever yeah. it wants. Yeah. And also just the type of media that you're going to do videos versus images versus carousels and all that other stuff. Yeah. And I mean, we dive a lot more into that in the cert, but like the, the type of content varies per platform and it varies per audience and it also varies per your strengths and weaknesses. So there's like those three key variables, right? Like what does your audience want? What platform are you posting on? And what are you really great at? Mm. So like everyone, like there's no blanket statement. It's like, you need to ask yourself those three questions, right? I hate to interrupt our podcast, but I have an announcement about Digital Marketers content certification. Content without a content marketing strategy is an expensive mistake, but it's one that most businesses are making. When it comes to content marketing, all content should be created with a clear purpose to move a customer or potential customer along the customer value journey. That's why you need Digital Marketers Content Mastery Certification. You'll learn how to leverage a complete content system to strategize, create, and distribute content that just plain works. When you become a certified content marketing strategist, you'll master the craft of systematically creating and promoting content that drives noticeable revenue for any business, and you'll get a badge to prove it. Learn more right now at digitalmarketer.com slash content cert. So I'm posting on YouTube while it's video. If I'm posting on Instagram, well, it could be short form, or it could be really cool visual graphics and images, mm. right? What am I great at? Well, I love video, but I'm terrible at writing and coming mm. up with captions. Okay, well, I'm just going to do video, right? And then the avatar. Well, does my avatar or my audience want video? Do they want to be entertained? Do they want to be inspired? Do they want to be educated? What do my audience want to consume? What type of content and in what format? And then when you know those three answers, that gives you the answer to your question, right? Yeah. Like, what type of content should I do? Um, and then the development off the back of that is figuring out like and like we talked about before it's figuring out how do i stand out from a crowd how mm. do i create eye-catching content content that will get shares likes because the algorithm basically wants to support the viral content mm. because it's just an algorithm that's built to drive engagement and if it facebook you know facebook instagram all the platforms they have to train the algorithm to go well if someone if you get a lot of comments saves and shares it must mean it's good. So we're going to now show it to more people. Mm. And then an hour later, if they're showing it to another 10,000 people and it's getting more shares and like, and they go, okay, well, this, everyone's enjoying this. Let's share it to another 10,000 people. And that's how something goes viral, right? Yeah. Cause it like, it keeps feeding it. And then the algorithm goes, you post and you get nothing. Facebook goes, well, people don't really like this content. We're not going to show this to more people because we don't want to give them a bad experience. Right. Cause Facebook's main goal and Instagram and all those is more consumption, right? Mm -hmm. They want people to stay on the platform as long as possible. So they see as many ads as possible, which drives ad revenue up. So when you reverse engineer that, you just got to build content that supports the algorithm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, play to the, was teacher going to give you an A for? Yeah. Like, just do that. Yeah. Nobody cares about, yeah. you know, <laughs> what you think it should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I play think the, play the game. Yes, yeah. play the game. Now, we talked about during the AMA session, which everybody should check that out if you haven't already, uh, kind of finding your extreme. Yeah. So I know you you definitely have a very defined brand. Sure. You guys all wear cool red stuff. Yeah. Your your yeah. backlighting is red. Yeah. Um, how did you kind of create that persona and how could other people create their own? 
Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't. I like. I'm rare that I use a color. Most people don't use a color, mm. but like the, you know, like I always say, Tony Robbins has his walk on fire, right? Brent mm. has his 10x, right? You have celebrities that have their little gimmicky thing. So it's like create your gimmicky thing, mm. but it, but generally they work better if they have a meaning behind them. So our red is our gimmicky thing, but then our personal brand is, you know, it's called the red life, living the red life. And it's a play on taking the red pill from the matrix and building your dream life, right? And living in Wonderland. So it's like, it's it's gimmicky and it's eye-catching and it's obvious. But then like when you dive deeper and you go down the rabbit hole, it has a story behind it and it has um, a central point that people can unite around, Mm. right? So like if you look at most of these tribes and communities they have a central point that people can rally around right and that's why someone like donald trump and i'm not into politics but from a psychology standpoint he created things people could rally around right and then share and support and create in the tribe so for a lot of people listening it's like what can you create that makes you unique makes you stand out and then people can rally around and cheer right and it it, it unites people and it's a shared vision and especially if you can position yourself as the founder or the origin of that, mm. then you elevate to this celebrity status, which you see with all these influencers and people that have done that. They elevate to this celebrity status, and now it becomes very easy to build a big company because of that status. I love that. Well, I love how you said it's it's obvious because yeah. I think a lot of people think you need like layers of meaning, and that, oh, if you you only could know what I'm doing if you really understand marketing. It's like no. Yeah. Well, that's actually right. the, the <laughs> wrong way of doing it, mm-hmm. right? Because if it gets too complicated, people don't understand it, and people don't want to do stuff they don't understand, mm-hmm. right? So that's it's like point. you know, like make America great again. I always say, does, does anyone? Is anyone confused here? Like, <laughs> what are you trying to do? What that is, right? Um, and that, you know, again, from a psychology standpoint, it's smart. And I, it's like the same, like one of our winning offers is done for you ads for $97. Mm. It's like, do you understand? Like, if you had to guess, what would that be? It's obvious. We'll do your exactly ads for you. Oh, $97. Right? <laughs> like, so it's like, how do you create? It's the same when you produce products, when you produce offers. I think Geico had a famous one. It was like, will save you X percent on your car insurance nah. in seven minutes or something, right? So it's like it's like super obvious, right? So we work with a lot of our clients and members on creating that obviousness and that uniqueness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, during the AMA, we also kind of talked about boosting. And I yep. think a lot of people are confused between, you know, do I do ads or is boosting the same as doing ads? Sure. Uh, how do you kind of employ both? And- yeah, I mean, like hardcore ads in the ad manager where you're spending money on like, you know, selling products is definitely very different and where most of your money should go if you're selling products, right, mm-hmm. as a business. But there's no problem with boosting some content, especially if it's already good content, you're trying to tip it over the edge. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. It's like you're giving it a push out the front door, okay? And you can't do that every day to every piece of content, but you can do it a few times a week or a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we look at content in the first 24 hours um, Instagram even tells you, it says this post is doing better than 90% of posts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can see that based on comments, shares, likes, all of that sort of stuff. And then we'll boost it. And yeah, we'll put 50, 100, 200, $500 behind it. And it, like I told you, it will go from instead of, you know, our average videos, like 15, 20,000 views, it will go to 100,000, mm-hmm. which is quite a lot. Like it's 5X for spending a couple of hundred dollars. Um, and like I said, What's important for most people is how do we ROI from it, right? Mm. Like we're always looking at if we're going to run content or run ads or paid ads or boost, how do we ROI from it? Because 
once I can spend a thousand dollars and make a thousand dollars back, I'm, I have infinite upside, right? I have infinite scale. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, last question, and I actually posed this question to some executives I met at Meta, okay. which is, why should anybody use Instagram instead of TikTok? Interesting. I mean, I see them as very different platforms from a user base, right? Yeah. So like TikTok, I think is like, it fulfills boredom and people's need to be entertained, mm. right? Whereas Instagram, I think is like a better place to grow a brand, right? And the reason I say that and I've seen that is I have a lot of people on TikTok that have 5, 10, 20 million followers making no money. They come to me, they're like, how do you make money? And we tried it with a couple of them. I'm like, it's hard because they actually don't have the brand strength. A lot of like that same amount on Instagram or even half yeah, yeah. has a well, way stronger brand. So TikTok is very much more like the way you, I think you use TikTok is it's easier to go viral and blow up because it's a newer platform. And then you take your 10 million followers and turn it into a million or two on Instagram and or YouTube. And now that's your gold mine and your tribe. Because like TikTok, I see is much more, it's more like transactional in a way. And I don't mean financial. It's more like, hey, I'm following you and watching it for 10 seconds because I'm bored and I want to be entertained. And then I'm going to watch 10 other people. But it's not like, Instagram where I love you. I'm commenting on your stuff. I want to come to your event. You said change my life. Like yeah, the tribe part still exists at a much better level on Instagram and other platforms and Facebook and in groups on Facebook, mm -hmm. right? Versus TikTok is more entertainment and quick content. Oh, that's a great answer. Way better than what they said. They basically said, we can't comment on that. <laughs> Very political. Oh, they're, they're restricted. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, this is the last question. So uh, we're shooting the social media certification today, yep. right after this. Uh, what are you teaching? In I mean, just the, the whole psychology behind building the brand around the social media, leveraging social media, all the nuances of each platform, the ways to use each platform, how to go viral, and most importantly, how to make a lot of money and build a business off it because mm. like, that's what I do. I build big businesses. I don't just build followers that are empty and make no money. Actually, I care more about the business and the follower on the social media is a vehicle to achieving the business. So mm. yeah, I think this is going to be awesome because it's, it's not about how to go viral and create a bunch of followers for vanity and ego. It's like, how do I use this to build a five, 10, $20 million company? Or for me, how do I use it to become a billionaire? And I don't think yeah. anyone's teaching how to use social media strategically as a marketer to grow a massive business off the back of it. Love it. Yeah, that's. I think that's the big difference between all of our courses. It's, it's not just about like, here's how to press the button. Yeah, it's strategic. <laughs> strategic. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Good. Well, uh, where can people learn more about you, your brand, and all your... Awesome yeah. Thing to yeah do. I mean, once you click one ad or something, you'll, you'll see me forever because <laughs> the red will follow you, right? Uh, but yeah, Instagram's like probably our best platform right now. It's like a good mix of content. We share everything we're doing. There's lots of good, quick, you know, content pieces on there. Um, that's just Rudy Moore Life, R U D Y M A W E R L I F E, like life. Um, and then we have a podcast, Living the Red Life, where we talk about how to build your dream life on the internet and bring celebrities in and stuff to speak about that. Um, so yeah, and then obviously I have Facebook, but I post a lot more on the Instagram side. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for uh, contributing to the cert. We're very excited for yeah, you, I'm, your I'm, session. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you for listening. Tune in next time for some more digital marketing content. This is Digital Marketing.
Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.